Good afternoon. Let's continue our daily Bible reading in the book of Acts, the history book of the New Testament. We're in chapter 20 for today, uh, February 1st, and uh, let's continue with that. Uh, chapter 20 takes us, uh, we continue on in Paul's journey, his missionary journey, on his third missionary journey here. After running into a lot of opposition in Ephesus, it says that uh, after the uproar ceased, Paul sent for the disciples and he encouraged them. In fact, he mentions encouraging again in verse 2. Uh, that's what Paul's ministry was about, was to encourage. That's what our ministry to each other is, to encourage one another too. Uh, there's death in our lives. There is illness. Uh, there are struggles. There are challenges in families and things like that. We need each other to encourage one another. You know, uh, uh, this week we started on a, a community a Bible study, an incarnate community Bible study as, as a church and as a district because we're seeing what's happening to us when we lose that sense of community and, and we aren't able to be together in the same way and how much we have to fight to get back into that community because we need it so much. Uh, bad things happen when we're not in community and we don't have that encouragement and we see a great example here in, in Acts. Um, then it says uh, Paul spends three months there uh, where he's at uh, when he departed for Macedonia. So again, you get the sense that this ministry is not you know a, a quick one day and you're done kind of thing. As we minister to one another, as we encourage each other, as we grow in that word, it takes time. We need to be in that word. But of course, there's always opposition. Paul runs into that here in verse 3, um, and so then he moves on. Then we notice, as, as you come to verse 5, um, that we're back to the us and the we section. So remember we said Luke, the author of Acts, joins Paul oftentimes on missionary journeys. And if you watch the uh, the pronouns there, you can see the times that Luke is along with them too. Um, so um, various uh, journeys, uh, people that journey along with Paul, Barnabas, Silas, Luke, and others uh, go along with him. And uh, and they continue in that journey. And then verse 7, notice their routine already. Here it is, shortly after the time of Jesus. And when are they worshiping? On the first day of the week, on Sunday, the day of the week that Jesus rose from the dead. What do they do on that day? They gather together. They break bread, i.e. communion, as well as fellowship meals. And uh, the, uh, Paul talked with them. Uh, for quite some time, preached, uh, read scripture, uh, did all that. Um, what, what we do today isn't just uh, something we dreamed up today. We're following in a long line uh, of those who are followers of Jesus Christ. And you see it right there. Then in verse 17, it says, Paul comes to, uh, to uh, from Miletus, and, and now from Miletus, he's sent to Ephesus, and called the elders of the church to come to him. Important note there, elders of the church here is really pastors of the church. We see that, um, and, and that's that's common in the New Testament, sometimes use elder in the sense of pastor to uh, responsibilities and such. Uh, and when you go over to, uh, uh, to, as you read about how Paul prepared them, same message, verse 21, it's repentance towards God, faith in Jesus Christ. 23, work of the Holy Spirit is the one that gets that done. And then notice what Paul says to those elders that he's speaking to in verse 28. He says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock. The church is the flock. Pastors are under shepherds of the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. We are to look at them as our flock. That's not new language. If you remember in the Old Testament, when God spoke to the kings, he said, you as kings are not to lord it over the people. You're to shepherd your flock. And there were good shepherds and there were not good shepherds. That's why Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. How can you tell that? Because I lay down my life for the sheep. So Paul calls these shepherds 
to be under shepherds and to take care of the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Now, overseers is a term for pastors too, and it, it makes sense. Look at the word itself. We oversee the ministry that's going there uh, and making sure that our flocks are um, are fed by the Holy Spirit and and they're uh, they're sent out uh, and to care for the church of God. So here's a here's a good example of what church is even yet today with pastors, overseers, elders. Uh, uh, taking care of the flocks that God has placed them in charge of. And we believe uh, that God called us. I believe God called me to serve here at St. Paul through you, through your prayers and through that normal process, my availability, all of that, God working that together um, and continues to call pastors uh, and puts pastor and churches together. And notice that's what the church is made up of. It's not just people. It's not just pastors. It's the two of this together. It's not a, it's a both and uh, that makes up, uh, makes up the church. And then uh, uh, Paul just begins to speak to them and, you know, in those dear types of language, um, he's with them three. Uh, Therefore, be alert, he says in verse 31. Remember that for three years I did not cease night or day uh, to come and to admonish you, to teach you during these times. Uh, Paul even tells them that uh, he was so concerned about the mission work there, he didn't even take a salary for them. He didn't want anybody to say, well, Paul, you're only here because we're paying you to be here. Look at verse 34. Uh, Paul was willing to work in his missionary journeys and to take care of, of himself. And uh, and that's where he draws to a close. We'll look at uh, as Paul comes into Jerusalem uh, in our next chapter. But God bless you as you continue to read uh, about God's church, the work of the Holy Spirit through there, God working through pastor and people uh, to get his mission accomplished.